0: hi i'm amy and i'm jamie and this is the creepy and weird podcast
1: the creepy and weird podcast is a horror podcast that covers true crime horror films video games and various things that go bump in the night and uh welcome so uh yeah we're gonna
0: have a discussion tonight uh what what was our chosen topic tonight that we we will
1: be talking about Mooty. The word muti originally comes from the Zulu slash Zosa word umuthi, meaning tree, but has come to mean traditional African medicine in general. It should be stressed that people being killed for body parts are not accepted by most of the people, even those practicing traditional beliefs. They often turn to herbal medicine with the aid of inyangas, dream magic, and sometimes animal sacrifices or the use of animal body parts for magic. On September 2001, the torso of a young boy was discovered,
0: In the Serpentine, which I was told that that is how you actually pronounce, you know, the River Thames. So, yes, anyways, named Adam by local law enforcement. The remains belonged to a black male ranging from the ages of four to seven, wearing only a pair of orange shorts. The autopsy disclosed that Adam had been poisoned with a slit throat in order to drain his blood from his body. They believed that his throat was slit in order to drain the blood from his body. In addition to this, his head and limbs had been expertly removed. Forensics testing showed that based on Adam's stomach content and trace minerals in his bones, that he had only been in the United Kingdom for a few days before he was murdered, and that it was highly likely that he came from a region of southwestern Nigeria. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Benin City? Um but it is also known as the birthplace of voodoo in uh, Nigeria. So there's some little fun there. Investigators then began to suspect that Adam was trafficked to Britain for the purpose of a mutai killing, a ritual sacrifice performed by a witch doctor
1: that uses human body parts to make potions called mutai. As in any traditional medicine, some of the herbs have real medicinal par- properties and were the precursors to medicines that pharmaceutical companies manufacture today. Others have a purely magical effect. Additional healers attribute their workings to being entirely dependent on guidance from the spirit world. They say they use herbs for dream magic to help them communicate with spirits in order to give them direction on how to treat others or what action should be taken. This may involve herbal treatment, or they may... ...be suddenly imbued with the knowledge that a person's relative received an improper burial or something. Okay. Which is now the cause for whatever happens to be afflicting this person. In the past, such murders or harvesting of body parts were only done by Sangomas who were attempting to benefit the entire village... and only in times of great crisis. This may have been done for things like crop failure or poor weather conditions which may have had a devastating effect on the villagers. In modern times, however, some have taken matters into their own hands for their own personal benefit. More modern murders often involve the person desiring personal fame, fortune, influence, success, or beauty. Documentary Moody Murders tells the story of one boy killed by his father while his mother looked on. He was cut down the middle and his blood was collected in a bowl. He was subsequently dismembered by the father who wished for fame and fortune and thought the moody of the young boy would allow him to achieve this. The documentary also suggests also suggests that one such murder a month may happen on average, though there are no real statistics on this and it may be much higher since many bodies are never found. Certain body parts are more subtle after than others. When the police discover a body... There are important clues as to whether or not it's a moody killing. For example, the eyes and genitals may be removed. They may be drained of blood and or totally dismembered. The liver or atlas bone at the back of the head may be removed. Hands may be used by businessmen who want to be successful, whereas genitals are said to bring good luck. Body parts removed while the person is alive are thought to be especially powerful, but some people have resorted to grave robbing. All kinds of people may be targeted, but the elderly are less likely because they are thought to have less life force, and thus to be less valuable magically. The victims are not likely to be completely naked. Sometimes clothing is removed to get to a body part and then put back on. They are likely to be found in or near water, which has the symbolism of cleansing the blood off the killer's hands. One profile of a muti murderer from 2009 was of a woman who killed her own daughter. He had become a Sangoma, but had not had much success financially. She decided to murder her own daughter for body parts in hopes of becoming more successful. He had a long gash down the torso from the sternum to the pubic region for the purpose of removing the internal organs, but after this, she was not sure what to remove and ultimately didn't remove anything. The body was left where the incident occurred. Though the body wasn't found in water, Mother had washed the body.
0: Unable to find a match for Adam in databases of missing children in Britain and Europe, investigators went to the public for assistance with the case and Adam's identity. However, the story didn't get much coverage, uh, or didn't, it didn't get the coverage that they had hoped for due to the timing of it, with the terrorist attacks uh in america on september 11th that kind of it it, that buried the story uh of adam uh but throughout over the next year interest in the case began to increase uh so you know at the time when it happened like it didn't get the traction that it needed um but then in a month or not a month a year it started to gain it uh rewards were also offered for information to of Adams killers or his identity but with the story still not having much publicity in Nigeria it wasn't really getting them any leads they weren't they weren't really getting anywhere so with no leads on information uh the case started to slow down in 2002 which prompted the uh london officials to fly to south america where they ended up getting Nelson Mandela to make a public statement seeking any information that might also help police in London identifying Adam. Mandela's statement was broadcast all over Africa and even translated into tribal languages, which included the region that investigators had actually ended up forensically linking Adam to. So uh, it ended up in 2013. In 2003, London police traveled to South Africa to meet with uh, Mutai experts of the South African Police Service, also known as SAPS. Uh, London police learned from experts that apparently the orange shorts that they found on his torso had a meaning, uh, and it meant that his, uh, Adam's killers are more than likely related to him. In Mutai rituals, red is the color of resurrection, which led experts to believe that uh, at least one of Adam's killers were related to him and they were trying to apologize, praying that his soul would rise up again. So I didn't know that before, but I recall in the documentary that you mentioned, uh, Mutine Murders, they, there was a statement in there where they were discussing like the, the colors, having like the symbolism. I just don't remember what... They yeah, are I'm off not the top sure that... of my
1: head. I recall there was like uh body part symbolism and then, you know, color symbolism and all these other things. But, you know, water and...
0: Yeah, the what that's part of the there's a water ritual of the cleansing. Um and uh yeah, so um yeah, police ended up traveling to Nigeria and they began a campaign to track Adam's parents, but even after visiting schools and searching missing children's reports in the region, they had no success. And, uh, I know that later on there were some developments to the case, but, you know, it was also, uh, the opening story in the documentary, The Mutai Murders on Amazon Prime Video.
1: Yeah, so we don't really even know how many, you know, how many children or young people this has happened to, because it's usually no. not old people. No, that and it's
0: so frequent there, um... That, yeah, there are other cases, like, yeah, even on the wiki page, you know, there's just so many cases that, you know, because of not finding him stuff, you know, they have no idea, you know, how many actual mutine murders happen to young children, you know, and women, and women. Um, there's no way of really tracking it.
1: And then we have the albino element. Mm-hmm. Persecution of people with albinism. Abbreviated PWA involves the belief that their body parts have special magical powers. This is a common belief in the African Great Lakes region. As a result, people with albinism have been killed and dismembered. Sometimes their graves have been robbed, it lead to them being ostracized, persecuted, maimed, and killed for this reason as well. Albano hair and limbs are said to promise those who obtain them power and wealth. People have been murdered or have had their body parts chopped off by those wishing to obtain these highly valued body parts. Children have been abducted and murdered. Arms, legs, ears, and genitals can fetch a very high price on the black market. Fear of mutilation is only one fear these people face, however, and women and girls may be subject to sexual assaults as well, because it is believed that raping a person with albinism can cure AIDS. Obviously, this not only causes the physical and emotional trauma of the rape, but is also likely to spread the virus to the victim. The condition of albinism, which is genetic, already causes these people to have problems with their skin and eyesight. Yeah, I know they've been having a really bad
0: problem lately with the sunblock shortage.
1: Oh, God. And,
0: And, yeah, the albinos in Africa, that's been a really, that's been a shut down covid they are limited on their supplies
1: yes because they're they're supposed to be um it's supposed to be distributed to them the sunscreen. yes
0: Yes. and yeah they apparently have you know because of ever being our delays and everything yeah like right now they have not been getting the sunblock that they actually need because like i mean they need it they cannot you know not have it
1: and also there there are people who believe um that people with albinism were responsible for the spread of coronavirus in Africa. yeah which uh, just which is part of me sense, was... but you know yeah. th- this is just another th- of the
0: and uh there was a case in 2009 and it was a it was a little girl she was a 10-year-old girl she was murdered and uh they found her body and in, in some bushes near a railway station uh around where she lived and uh you know she was a mutai killing um but they did get the guy uh that murdered her and they found him guilty of murder and he got sentenced to life imprisonment in in africa so um but as a result of that too they did a lot more studies or not a lot more studies, but they they ended up doing some field studies, you know, with the people around there because there was, you know, that like, even though it's it's considered like part of their rural life, like there are people that are impacted by it that they just you know don't don't even want it to happen
1: anymore. In 2020, some people blamed people with albinism for the spread of coronavirus in Africa, believing it spread due to their whiteness. Everybody knows it was borat. Hmm. Government health facilities are required to provide sunblock to people with albinism monthly, but this this does not always happen due to running out of supplies or health work lack of knowledge. People with albinism have a high incidence of skin cancer of the head and neck due to their light skin, which is usually rare in black populations.
0: Which Amnesty, is why they really
1: need that sunblock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So Amnesty International and several other organizations have attempted to spread information about albinism and to discourage the mistreatment of people who have it. Documentaries have been made and media campaigns tried to discourage these practices and to alleviate the suffering of these people who have a genetic condition. June 13th is International Albinism Awareness Day, which aims to create a world where people with a condition can live without stigma or violence. Which, yeah, I mean...
0: I feel bad. Mm. I, I didn't know either until... We actually started doing the research for this Um, because, I mean, we've we've been researching this for a while, um, and I never was aware of how high the albino population was in Africa. Like, I I wasn't even aware of that, you know? I just didn't think about it. And, uh, you know, and then getting into this, because I was like, you know, I remember asking you, like, how many albinos are there? Like, you know, is it really common? And apparently, yes, more so than here. So you know that kind of surprised me yeah but then i i feel really bad because it's like you know as if like the threat of like constant skin cancer isn't bad enough now they have to deal with these assholes who you know
1: we're gonna you know chop their leg off or something
0: yeah yeah you know snatch them by the arm and cut it off so they can have magic I don't want to seem like I'm mean, insensitive to, like, you know, cult you know, like, you know, cultural differences, but like, come on, this is one that nobody needs. You know, I this think this is I one think, that
1: harms people, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is,
0: uh, this is, no, this is not an acceptable, no, bad, bad.
1: But yeah, it, there have been, um, incidences of similar things in many different cultures, but,
0: uh, yeah, it kind of it was weird for me too, especially uh, you know when we started researching this, typing it in, and just the trafficked body parts on the internet. That's uh, yeah, that's a thing.
1: Body part. Huh?
0: Yeah, and I mean it's not just Africa though, you mm-hmm. know, with 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 the body. It, it, I mean China too. China, uh, they they do some shady stuff with some prisoners. You know, too, for their organ transplant programs and stuff.
1: Yeah, and I've seen uh, some documentaries on, like, black market organs and shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, can we just make a general rule? No stealing body parts. If it's somebody else's body part, it is not your body part. It belongs to that person. Like, literally, it belongs to that person. Just just leave it that alone.
1: This is my kidney. You can't have it. <laughs> right. Right. I worked really
0: hard to ruin it myself. Nobody's really going to want it.
1: Mm. That's the liver. <laughs>
0: That's oh, yeah. really hard to ruin it. Oh, yeah. My,
1: my liver is... Just, nobody wants that. Nobody wants it. <laughs> Thanks for watching, and if you liked this video, be sure to follow us on YouTube.
0: Check out our store for shirts, Ouija boards, stickers, and other creepy and weird stuff.